What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host, Dylan, again today. And, um, yeah, I'm just chilling again in the, uh, the hometown Walmart or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling. I just got done walking around in downtown Muskegon, just kind of walking, uh, seeing what's going on. There were some, like, really, really drunk people, like, walking down the sidewalk, and, like, on a Tuesday, you know, I can't really judge, because, you know, maybe it's their day off, you know, whatever, that's just what they want to do, I don't, it doesn't matter to me, um, but I was walking by them, and one of the girls was like, oi, and I was like, sup, dude, and she was like, <laughs> what's up, and I, did, I don't know, I thought it was funny, um, but there was like this guy with it was like two girls and a guy and the two girls were like absolutely plastered and I could just tell that he was not having a good time um he was like I don't know to me it seemed like he felt like a babysitter but I can't tell what he's feeling maybe he was having fun I don't know um yeah so that's uh what I've been up to today besides work um I had a pretty interesting, like, you know, like, glitch. Not a glitch, but, like, it was like an instant manifestation, which was pretty cool. Um, So, like, my floor lead or whatever, my uh, shop manager, I I don't know what to call her. Um, She was, like, over in my area, and I looked down, and she had, like, a like a little holster for a flip phone on her waist and I was just like hmm because like my grandparents have these phones called jitterbugs like they are literally like old people phones like you can only call on them and they're just flip phones and I was looking at this phone on her um waist and it was like in the case and I was like I wonder if that's a jitterbug and then I kind of just like let let the thought go and then literally like as soon as I changed my focus I just heard her phone start ringing and she pulled it out and I was like oh it's not a jitterbug it's whatever that is um which I was like I don't know it was interesting to me because like you know like a lot of people in in something like that like you know, wouldn't even be aware of what they were just thinking about, and then, you know, something literally exactly related to that thought, like, happens, and, you know, most of us are just like, hmm, weird, uh, but I know what it was, I know that, like, you know, I had a question, and I got the answer, because that's just how, how it is when, when you, like, you know, realize that, you know, you're not separate from, god or the universe or uh the creative power of life um you know you start realizing that they're not coincidences they are literally you know you ask and it's given 
Um, but yeah, that was pretty interesting. Um, and like, you know, it kind of, I've just been watching my mind lately because, you know, that's the only thing I have any control over in the universe is just me and my mind. Um, and, you know, I, I realize like, you know, when my state changed to, you know, feeling like I'm being rushed or feeling under pressure, like my outside circumstances would confirm my state. Like it would literally, everything around me would just shift. And, um, you know, if I was feeling like I was being rushed, I would like literally have something to be rushed about. Um, and, you know, the thing is, like, most people aren't going to connect those two things, you know. We just think that this inside world and this outside world, you know, are completely separate. But, you know, I'm just realizing that there is no separation between me and everything else. Uh, you know, there really is no me. There's only... The one I am, which is God, literally God, uh, or the universe, or whatever you want to call it, you know, you can call it source energy, universe, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about the thing that makes things happen in, in this universe, um, you know, the, the creative power in the universe uh you know we're not separate from that um and so i i kind of like have been you know contemplating that lately uh that you know that i'm not separate from anything in this world like in this whole universe like uh and it's been a very rewarding you know contemplation um, so basically I, I've, I see it now as, uh, you know, just look at what's in front of you right now and, you know, you see all of these appearances and all of these things and they seem so separate and different than you, but just imagine that the appearance of everything just went away, you know, it's like a blanket almost and you lift it up and there's just this like liquid flowing golden light or energy or whatever and it's all one like there is no no separation there it's all just this one giant pool of golden liquid energy light whatever you want to call it um and you know that's beneath the appearance of everything uh and that's what's driving you know everything that's what's making things happen uh you can call it energy you can call it spirit you can call it uh whatever you want to call it but there's this one substance underneath everything that's holding everything together and making these things happen um you know and it's an unseen thing it is an unseen thing you can't see it um so, you know, all the forces that drive everything in this world are non-physical, unseen forces. Um, you know, like, just, just think of it. When you're walking, 
when you're walking, you know, people will say, oh, this muscle is moving, this thing is connecting to this, and this is moving, and the legs are moving. Well, that's literally not even what is causing that to happen. You know, what's causing that very first physical motion anyway? It's not anything physical, it's energy or mind, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so, you know, I've talked about it before, uh, that consciousness is the only reality. And, you know, I'm just realizing this more and more and more every day. Um, you know, you cannot possibly see something outside of your mind. Everything you see you see in your mind you know you look at something and you think it's so far out there but really it's it's in your mind like like i've said before you can cut open the body but you can never find you can never point at something in the brain and say there's the mind but you can easily with the mind like instantly be like oh there's the body and so you know I'm just finding that this consciousness is the only reality thing to be very, very, very true. Um, and, you know, when I, when I talk about that liquid golden light under everything, under the appearance of everything, you know, I see that as consciousness itself. Um, and so, you know, this consciousness is... You know, just think about it. If you did not have consciousness, like, nothing would exist. Literally nothing. And so this consciousness literally is the is God. It literally has created everything. Like, you know, a lot of us will think that, um, you know, if I, if I was not here, like, the world would still exist. Um, well, there'd be nothing telling you that anything exists at all if you if you didn't even exist there wouldn't be like you can't even comprehend nothing it is impossible because in my opinion nothing is an impossibility that like in my in my mind the concept of nothing is not real it is it's not a thing because you can't comprehend it. You can't even think of it. And, you know, if consciousness is the only reality and you can't comprehend nothing, if you can't even conceive of it, then it's it doesn't exist. There's no such thing as nothing. There's no such thing as lack or emptiness or nothing. Because you can't you can't conceive of it. You can't. And if consciousness is the only reality and the only things that exist are within consciousness, then there's no such thing as nothing. There's only everything. There's only all. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of just shifts up the whole game. Because, you know, if you, if you can't even conceive of nothing, and consciousness is the only reality, then, you know, when that just implies that when you take off this body and you quote-unquote die you know you're not dying you're not going anywhere you're still here you still exist because nothing is not even a possibility um 
you know, I can't prove that, but just try to conceive of nothing. Just try to think of it. Like, you literally can't. Anything that you try to say, anything that you try to define nothing as, is something. You literally cannot even fathom the idea of nothing. Um, and, you know, we all we all have this, like, fear. This fear that when we quote-unquote die you know it's just this empty void of nothing well i i have to disagree like i really do you know I, like i said i haven't died obviously but you know like to me death is impossible it is impossible of course this physical body will you know wear out and you'll have to leave it but you are not the body. You are the life inside of the body. And life can't die. Life is life. Forever and ever and ever and ever. Like, just think of it. The, there, there's, If you are life, how can you die? If you are the life energy in this body, how can you die? It's impossible. Because you are life itself. Um... But, oh man, I'm kind of tired. Um, but yeah, I don't know. These kind of realizations, like, you know, they add this whole, this whole different level of peace into my life. You know, I see all these, all these people running around, like, you know, rushing around all the time, trying to get things and trying to get somewhere. And they say they're running out of time. Well, to me, it, I have all the time. I have eternity. I have eternity to do whatever I'd like. And, um, you know, it's it's just this whole other level of peace. Because, you know, I, like I said, I can't prove any of it. But here's the thing. If, if the thought of death disturbs me and the thought of nothing existing after this physical life then why would I even think about it? Why even spend my precious time here on earth contemplating something that doesn't, that just makes me feel bad? You know, why even do that to myself? Why even put myself through that torment? You know, this is what I'm saying when I say that heaven and hell are places on earth. They're here right now. You get to choose which one you live in. You know, there is no God outside of you deciding if if you're worthy of heaven. There is no devil drawing you into hell. You know, they're not places. They're not physical places. They're, they exist within you. You know, where do you live psychologically? What is that state of mind that you constantly return to? After you have a positive thought, where what is your normal state of mind when you have a negative thought and it's over where do you go back to what is your your most returned to state of consciousness because you know that is where you live that is truly where you live you you might say oh i live in this house i live with these people but every single person in that house lives in a whole different world a whole different place 
because you are not anything physical. Where you live physically, you know, that's all just for show. That really is just all for show. Where you live conscious in consciousness, that is where you reside. That is where you actually live. Because you are not this body. You are the thing that is giving life to this body. You are the life-giving spirit, a.k.a. God, inside of this body. And so wherever you, you frequently return to in your mind, throughout the day, throughout your life, you know, that is where you truly live. And so, you know, heaven is within you. Hell is within you. God is, God, you can be God or you can be Satan. Literally. And, and here's the thing. You have this, this creative power. Okay, if consciousness is the only reality, well, imagination is a function of consciousness. You know, you are constantly imagining things all day. You are constantly thinking and feeling upon mental images, mental movies, mental conversations. You are constantly imagining throughout the day. There is not a moment where you are not imagining something. And that imagination is what... That is literally the creative power of God, aka your awareness of being. When when you're when you imagine something and you have a feeling about it, you're aware of being that thing. God has entered that state and it it's been made alive. You you enter this state and you occupy it. Even just for a split moment. And then you give life to to whatever that state of consciousness implies. Say say you uh in your imagination you're having an argument with a with a friend. And and you just keep entertaining this this mental argument and you get worked up about it. You you get this feeling about it. Well, how can you have a feeling about something that is non existent, not real? You can't, because that thing in your imagination is just as real as anything else in this world. It's even more real, honestly, because it is your reality at that point. When you have a feeling about what you're imagining, you are literally entering a state, and you are the life-giving spirit that gives life to these states. And so when, you, when you're having this argument with someone in your mind and you're getting all heated about it, it, it literally consumes you and you enter it and you make it alive. You give it all, all of these feelings of reality. You know, you act like it's actually happening at that moment. And then you go about your day and then you're surprised when you have an argument with this person. It's no coincidence. It's not any chance. It's no nothing random. You literally created that event in your life. You did. All day, every day, we're we're entering, we're going into these states, and we're we're imagining things and and acting like it's a real thing. You know, you have a reaction to what you're imagining and thinking and feel what you're. Seeing in your mind all day, you have a, a reaction to it. 
And, and you just keep entertaining these stories in your mind. And the whole time you don't realize that you are literally creating this. It's all created by you. You know, you call these these forms into your mind. You know, say the person that you are arguing with. And you set up this whole thing, this whole play in your mind. You bring the people into it. You bring up the subject you're arguing about. And you you bitch them out. And you, you, you do all these horrible things in your mind. And then you go about your day, you know, just still feeling bad about whatever. And, you know, you think that, that what you did in your mind has no consequences. But it does. It does. You reap what you sow. So when, when you do this, when you enter this state and then you let it go and go about your business, you dropped a seed. You dropped a seed from the, the spiritual world of imagination into the physical world of form. And you know, most of the time we're not we don't remember that we imagine something because it's not we don't think it's important to pay attention to what we're thinking and feeling about all day. You know, we think it's just this uh random thing that doesn't really matter. And we think it doesn't have any consequences. Well, let let me ask you. Has there ever been any action taken in this world that did not first originate in your mind have you ever taken a step without intending to do so in your mind first and even for a brief second just a split moment you see yourself in your mind taking that step and then your body follows just think just think of it is there anything in this world that has been done Without it first being imagined. I, I would say not. I would say that it is impossible. It is literally impossible to do something that you have not imagined. Just watch yourself all day. All day, every day. Don't just make it a once a week thing or once a month or whenever you, you f feel the need to do it. You know, do it all day, every day. It's your the only thing you have to worry about in this world is yourself and what you are doing. That's it. That's all you have to concern yourself with. You don't have to worry about what, what Donald Trump is doing. You don't have to worry about what your neighbor is doing. You don't have to worry about anything because everybody is reaping what they're sowing. Everybody. So why, why stress yourself out about what Donald Trump is doing? Why do you care what he is doing? It doesn't matter. He's just doing his own thing. He's being Donald Trump. Who cares? Why, why let yourself get so worked up about it and have all these, these horrible, nasty things go on in your mind? Why waste your time? You know, would Donald Trump even sit down with you to... To talk to you? I don't think so. So why do you care about anything he says? Why do you care about him at all? It doesn't matter. You know, let him do his thing and you do your thing. That's what this world is for. For everybody to just freely express themselves however they want. 
you shouldn't have a problem with it because it's not your problem. If somebody is acting up, it's not your problem. You know, in that case, what you would do is you would sit down and instead of seeing them as, you know, how you don't want them to be, just sit down and and change how you feel about them. Just change it. Change it in your mind. See them being a lovely person instead. See them being how you would like them to be and then go about your day. Go about your business. Don't worry about it. It's covered. Because again, consciousness is the only reality. And imagination is what creates things in consciousness. And if this whole universe is consciousness, then imagination is what's creating all of these things that are happening. We're constantly imagining everybody in the world. There's not a moment in time where you're not imagining something. You might think you're not. But look, just look deeper. Quit quit paying attention to what's going on outside of you. And pay attention to what's going on within. Because that is where all of the power in the world is that you could possibly want. That is where all of the power is. You're never going to find power in something outside of yourself. You're never going to find anything you need outside of you. Just think of it. When you... When you Say, money will bring me freedom, or money will make me feel good. What are you doing? You're literally setting a limit on yourself. You are setting a limit on what... You're you're conditioning your happiness. You're conditioning your power. You're conditioning your freedom. Why do that? Why even do that? You know, money isn't important. It's not. Like... None of these physical things in this world are important at all. The only thing that's important is you and your imagination because everything in your life comes out from within. This life is a dream. We are God dreaming the dream of life. Literally. We are literally God and we became human We literally forgot that we were God and became human. We didn't pretend to be humans. We literally became a human. That's what that that mind is in you. That's what that consciousness is. That is literally God. That is the spirit of God. The life-giving spirit that creates everything. That's you. Literally. I mean, you could believe it or not. You could call me crazy. I don't care because, you know, I've seen it work. And it's brought me so much peace. And I feel like a stronger, greater, happier person because of it. I feel like there is no separation between me and the person I'm looking at. In my eyes, I see myself in them. And I see them in me. We're the same person. Just in a different body. The only difference between us is. What we look like. And what we fill our minds with. That is it. At the very core of our beings. 
We're the same exact person. We are the same awareness of being. Just think of it like this. You know, there's an ocean. And it starts raining. You know, for a second, those those drops of water coming from the clouds, they all look so separate and so so different from each other. But then they drop into the ocean and you can't even, you can't get that drop back. Because it is one with the whole entire ocean. And that's what, that's what we are. We're literally drops of God. We are literally, you know, we might look different. We might act differently. We might talk differently. But at the very core of it all, we are the exact same. The same person. The same exact person. So, I don't know. It's been a very, very enlightening day. Um, I also, you know, I realize that, you know, this, you know, I, I've, how do I put this? I've been like studying this imagining creating reality thing for a while. And, you know, for a second, I kind of got big headed about it. And I thought I, I knew, you know, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like a, a master at this or whatever which you know we all are you know we effortlessly manifest 24 7 but you know i looked at my mind and i was like you know there's there's like i don't know uh, it, it's almost like i i think of the imagination as like a bonsai tree or like a Let's just say a fruit-bearing bush, I guess. You know, my only job in my life, my only responsibility... Okay, say that this fruit-bearing bush or whatever is my imagination. You know, when we're not paying attention to ourselves, this bush is... It's growing all crazy. It's growing all, like, however... It wants to. It's branching off and just getting in the way of all the fruit, all the good stuff. And, you know, this is what we do. We don't pay attention to ourselves. And we let our minds just, you know, go whichever way. Um, and it starts, you know, we start creating all these crazy stories, you know, all these negative stories. And, um you know, it starts branching out and branching out and those branches grow more branches and all that. Um, and so, you know, our only, in my, in my life, my only real responsibility is to trim up this fruit bearing bush, you know, just trim it up. You know, if there, if I'm, finding myself imagining things that I would not like to experience or imagining things for other people that I would not myself like to experience you know it's my it's my responsibility to stop those imagination imaginal acts it's my responsibility, nobody else's, and it's not my responsibility to change anybody else's imagination because I can't. 
Nobody can change my mind for me either. It's up to me. And so it's it's my only duty here is to trim up this bush, get rid of all all of those little branches that, you know, don't serve me. You know, if I catch myself imagining that, you know, something horrible is happening or something. You know, it is my my duty to myself to stop that thought before it even finishes. To catch that thought and cut it off. Just stop it. Don't even entertain it for another second. Just cut it off right away. It doesn't serve you any. It doesn't make you feel better about anything. And it's not going to create good circumstances in your life. And so it's my duty to just chop all that off. Cut it off before it even finishes growing. Before it gets an emotion out of me. Because when when you have an emotion, that is just spiritual sensation. You are touching that thing in spirit. It is yours in that moment. As soon as you feel it. As soon as you have an emotion about it. It is a reality for you. It is real to you. And it will show up in your world without fail. And so I, I, my only duty is to trim up those things that don't serve me, that I wouldn't like to experience, and focus on those, those fruits that are on that, that tree. Just focus on those and let those branches grow out so I can bear more fruit. And when I do catch myself imagining something lovely, I'll just keep entertaining it and letting it, letting it flow to me. Letting it take up my whole mind. It can stay there for as long as it wants and then go on its way. And then without fail, without fail. You know, whatever you felt in that moment, you will have you will have an exact moment like that in the not so far future. I can't tell you how long it will be or how it will happen. That's none of my concern. You know, that is the way that imagination expresses itself into your world is beyond the knowledge of any anyone. It's beyond all knowledge. You can't understand the ways of God. It just happens. And it will feel like it would have happened anyway. It will literally feel so natural. That's how smooth it is. That's how flawless this stuff is. And besides, besides, anyway, if you don't buy all of the, oh, it creates your reality thing, well, why not do it anyway? Why not? You know, it will bring you peace within. The only place that you can find peace is in yourself. You can't find peace in a dollar bill. You can't find peace in a new car. Yeah, you might have those feelings at first. But what happens when you when you get accustomed to it? Where are you living psychologically? Because that's where you're going to go back to. That's where you're going to go back. You know, you might enjoy the thrill. The thrill of getting that new car right away. You might enjoy it. But if you weren't fulfilled before that, you're not going to be fulfilled after that. Why? Because consciousness is the only thing that matters. It's the only reality. You saying that that car will make you feel good will make you feel good. But it's not going to last. 
Because why? Because you know that car. It, it it's just gonna break down eventually. It's not gonna last. It's gonna die. It's gonna rust away. That's it. That's why. That's why nothing in this world can possibly give you anything. It can't. You have to give yourself what you want. You want to feel wealthy? All right, feel wealthy. Wealth is not determined by a dollar amount. Wealth is a feeling. You create feelings. Some outside thing isn't going to come into your mind and say, Oh, you're allowed to feel this now. Unless you unless you let it be that way. But I promise you, it will not be a satisfying life if you live it that way. Because true peace, true fulfillment is only going to be found from the source. The source that... That peace comes from, which is you yourself. The innermost part of you, that spiritual part of you, is the only thing that will bring you peace. But, I don't know, I've been just going about my day now, and any time that I I catch myself, you know, pondering on something that I don't want to experience, something that I don't like, I catch myself now and I realize, you know, I just remember I'm not separate from anything. I'm not separate from anything in this world. You know, me, God and I are one. And that goes for everybody and everything in this world. Anything that can think, anything that is living, it it is literally... God. Anything that is living is God. You know, I say God and I are one, but there is not really any I. It's just God. That's it. Everything is God. You know, it doesn't make sense, but what does? Honestly, what does make sense? Not in my in my mind, there's not really much in this world that makes sense. Just the fact that there is a world and there's stuff that exists, that's like, how? How? When there could have just been nothing, yet there's everything. How does that make sense? I, If that, you know, make sense of that before you call this insane. Before you call this crazy. You know, I I don't know. And just seeing that this stuff works, you know, just seeing that it literally is true, you know, it just adds this whole, this whole different level of life. It's like, you know, I thought the world was like crazy awesome before stumbling upon this information but you know after applying it you know even just a few you know i i haven't really you know had crazy super experiences yet but you know i have manifested things and you know at first it's like 
you know, you just feel like, ah, it's normal. It's a nor you know, it is normal because we do it all day, every day. That's how everything comes into existence. But, you know, realizing that I am the one who created this event in my life, who created this thing to appear, you know, it just adds like a whole, it's like adding like 12 chapters to a 10 page book. It is just like, it opens up these these doors that, you know, I didn't even know were there. I didn't even know they were there. You know, all these limitations that I've, I've put on myself that the world has taught me, that my, you know, that everybody told me. You know, all of these are like fading away and, you know, there's these new these new things coming through and they're just so freeing and you know it just adds so like so much expansiveness to life you know it makes me feel like I'm not just here by some mere accident or that I'm you know that I don't have a purpose or anything you know I see it now as my purpose is to exercise my creative power and perfect my imagination, perfect my mind, which, you know, I don't know if, if you could perfect your mind, really, you know, there's always room for improvement, you know, there is no limit to expansion, but there is a limit to contraction, you know, I, I can't get any smaller mentally, I can't get any less than I am, but I can always be more than I am, um, but it just, oh, I don't know, it just, like, gives me this, like, whole new sense of purpose, you know, I, I don't feel like I, you know, I don't feel pressured to do things, I don't feel, uh, like I have to do things, you know, I just, what I want to do, I do it. I let I let my my feelings dictate what I do. That's it. I let my feelings guide me to where I, I need to go. If I feel like going to the mall, I'll go to the mall. If I feel like getting some coffee, I'll get some coffee. If I feel like maybe I want to go skydiving, I'll go skydiving. And I think a big part of it is just that, you know, once you, once you, like, start understanding this kind of stuff, you realize that you don't die. Yes, this physical body drops away, and it'll be buried, and it'll return back to the earth. But I, the being inside of this body that is making everything happen in, in my life, it doesn't die. It's immortal. And once you're not afraid of death anymore, then what is there to be afraid of? You know, I feel like most of our our fear and resistance in life comes from either the feeling of, of death, you know, being afraid of death, or the feeling of separation from everything. You know, when you feel like... 
you are a separate part of this universe, you know, just this little body. When you feel like that, it feels like you are up against everything. It feels like, you know, you, you have to survive rather than live. It feels like you have to make it by rather than thrive. You know, when you feel separated like that, it truly is just, it's an awful experience. It is awful. And, you know, you feel lonely and scared and you don't know what's going to happen. You're always questioning what is coming next. But, you know, when when you realize this stuff, you know, you feel, you, I don't feel a sense of separation you know, most of the time, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I still, you know, have uh, stuff to realize. And, you know, there's always going to be more and more and more revelations and more uh, insights to things. You know, like I said, there is no limit to expansion. But, you know, this feeling of oneness with everything is, you know, it just gets larger and larger and larger every day and you know that feeling of oneness you know you don't feel like there's anything against you you don't feel like there's anything opposing you you don't feel like there's an enemy you don't feel like there's out there and in here you just feel like you're walking in your own mind you feel like you are you don't see enemies everywhere you go. You see friends. You know, that I don't agree with what everybody does. But, you know, I've come to a point where I'm like, you know what? I can only focus. I can only do what I'm doing. I can't control what anybody else is choosing to do. I choose peace, so I will experience peace. This other person chooses violence. Okay, they're going to experience violence. It's perfectly fine. You know, if that's what somebody wants to do with their life, then go ahead. Go ahead. I I can't stop you. I have no reason to stop you. Just as you have no reason to impede on my peace. So, I don't know. It's a very... It's very awesome because you know it just opens up like i said it opens up all these new doors and you know it i've always known that the mind is you know something to be marveled at something to be uh explored you know i this is why when i was younger i did so i did so many drugs so many i was doing psychedelics pretty much 24 7 smoking pot till I couldn't even breathe anymore and you know just doing all these crazy things to just and it wasn't really to you know mess anything up or you know cover anything up it was just I wanted to explore my mind that was truly the purpose of my substance use. But, you know, now I realize that, you know, I don't need those substances to go deep in my mind. And in fact, I'd rather choose to just explore it with a clear mind. 
You know, there's nothing wrong with doing drugs if that's what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with anything in this world. The only thing that's wrong is you thinking it's wrong. That's it. You know, if it... The only the only rule book in this life is your moral compass. That's it. You know, I go by the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd like done unto you. So, you know... I'm not going to go up to somebody when they're doing something that I don't like. I'm not going to go up to them and tell them to stop because they're just doing what they want to do. And if I'm doing what I want to do, I wouldn't want somebody to come up to me and tell me to stop. I don't care what it is. You could, you could be doing whatever you want. This is the game of life. We all choose the way. We all choose our way. You know, I don't support any violent acts. I don't support any of that stuff. But in the end, I have no control over it. I only have control over my life and the circumstances in my life. And me. And my mind. That's it. But the thing is, you know, we're all one. So this imagination, you know, say I did see somebody doing something I didn't like. You know, I'll just go in my mind and imagine it otherwise. I'll see it how I would like to see it instead. And then I walk as though that's true. You know, I don't... Most of the time when, when I do that, like, it's just with people on the street that I probably will never see again. But, you know, if I hear people fighting, if I hear people screaming at each other, in my mind, I replace that screaming with words of love and happiness. And then I bless them and I go on my way. You know, why, why waste my time getting upset and scared about it, you know, when I know I'll be perfectly fine because I'm just experiencing peace that's it you know your state of being is expressed believe it or not just try it dude just try it you know walk as though you are filled with peace walk as though you are wealthy walk as though you are noticed and persist in that don't go back to your old way of thinking just start this new way and go with it and keep going with it. And keep going with it. And I promise you. It'll just come into your world. You know change. The inner story. And the outer story will just automatically reflect that change. You can believe it or not. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Again you choose what you want to do. I choose what I want to do. I found what works for me. It may, you know, it will work for you. You just have to believe it. But, you know, in the end, you're the judge. You are the judge. Do you believe it? Yes. Okay, it's real. Do you believe it? No. Okay, it's not real. It really is like that. But I'm telling you, this works 24-7 all the time with every being on the planet. Just... Just sit down and think about it. Have you ever 
done anything before imagining it. No, you imagined it first and then you did it. You imagine it first every single time. Without fail. You imagine something and you trust your imagination and then it happens. How? I don't know. When? I don't know. I just know that it happens. And so now I walk through my life just knowing that there is nobody to blame for how my life is. You know, nobody can choose how I react to things. I do that. You know, you can either choose to react or act. Don't react, act. Keep acting. Keep keep changing things and eventually it'll just be effortless. It will. Just like with drug addiction. Just like with drug addiction. At first, when you're trying to get off of it, it's hard. It's hard, but it gets easier and easier and easier the longer you do it. The more you persist in that new assumption. Instead of saying, I'm a worthless drug addict, you start saying, I'm sober and successful. And you just keep keep holding the faith to it. Keep walking as though it's true. And eventually, it just all takes care of itself. It all does. You know, just imagine the most beautiful things in the world for yourself or for other people and just treat it as though you actually experienced it and that it is real now. You know, don't worry about what the outside world is doing. Don't worry about what this world of form is doing because that's not where the reality is. The reality is in you. Just think of it. Is there anything that's real that you haven't said is real in your mind? Just think of it. In your world. Is anything in your world fake or non-existent? I don't think so. I don't know. I, you know, this stuff is very hard to like convey and put into words. You know, I really wish I could just, like, plug a flash drive into my head and just, like, you know, record my my thoughts and my, my imaginings all day and then just, like, put them in a video and just, like, you know, I, I feel like that way you, like, understand it better. But again, in the end, you know, you're the judge. You're the judge. Uh, what you say about it is what it is to you. Really. Like, I'm not even kidding, dude. That is... I'm finding that to be the 100% truth. But anyway, I'm gonna get this episode cut off. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I know it was a bit scattered and a bit, you know... I don't care, whatever. I'm doing it for me, uh... If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'm not really doing it for anyone else. Uh, but again, I've got the Reddit page, r slash Conscious Creation Club. If you're on there, I just want to say, like, that's awesome, dude. Because we're at, like, I think almost, like, 40 people on there. And the only place I've really, like, 
put it out at is on here. Uh, so whoever's on there, like, that's pretty awesome, dude. Like, uh, feel free to post in there about, you know, your experiences with this or whatever. Um, it's for all of us. That, that page is for all people who are on it. Uh, you know, so far, I think I'm about the only person that's posted on there, but it is open for everybody, you know, if it's contributing to the topic at hand, like, then it's welcome, but if it's just a bunch of baloney, take it somewhere else, but, uh, yeah, I got the Reddit page, and then I've also got the Anchor listener support up, too, uh, you can find the link for that in the Spotify bio, um, but other than that, I think that's it, and uh, until next time, I hope you have a good time, and peace out, homie.